Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. No means no. You guys, stop asking. (laughs) Does that sound familiar to you, or is it just me? Oh my gosh, I feel like I've been saying that over and over and over again over the last at least three months. And I can't, I just can't fathom that I'm alone in this. You guys, welcome back to Make Money Behave. I'm your semi-crazy hostess, <laughs> Maria Casillas, and we're going a little batty over here. I'll be honest. Um, you know, we are in, I think, month four or five. I don't need, I don't know. I've even lost track. Month four or five of the quarantine and I've got four girls at home. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a stay-at-home mom of four. And the ages of our girls range from one and a half up to just shy of 16. So you can imagine the hormonal gamut that we <laughs> that we face on a regular basis in this household. And I oftentimes find myself trying to just have that delicate balance between telling them yes and telling them no. Now, of course, it's important to tell them no once in a while so we can establish boundaries. They can't get their way all of the time, right? Uh, but there are times when I'm just like, okay, I'm going to give in because quite frankly, I have my own stuff that I need to get done. And if I don't let you do that, if I don't let you watch TV, for example, I'm never going to get something done. So it is especially when we have way fewer things, way fewer activities that kids can get involved in, um, bigger restrictions on where we can go and that kind of thing. It really does make it difficult to find other things for them to do. And kids are smart, man. They have not yet been programmed to to take no personally. They They would make amazing salespeople. In fact, they are amazing salespeople. They sell their parents and their teachers think something on a regular basis. No does not phase them. They don't go and go, oh man, you know, they don't like me because they said no. In fact, they just double down. And that's what my kids are doing right now. So if I tell my seven-year-old daughter no, when she asks, can I please go watch a show? She would just keep pressing until I say yes. So I got to the point where what I would do is just give her a specific time of the day when she would be allowed to watch that show. And let's say four o'clock. That that seems to be the time that every once in a while I have a group coaching call at four o'clock and I need her to just be in front of the television if she's going to leave me alone. And so I will say it's at four o'clock you're able to watch that show. I will tell her this at nine in the morning. So how many times do you think between nine in the morning and four o'clock do you ask me if she can watch a show? Over and over and over again. It will be 9.30 and she'll ask if it's 4 o'clock. It'll be 9.45 and she'll ask if it's 4 (laughs) o'clock. And try as I may to help her understand delayed gratification and all of the things. It she just keeps asking. And so I I found myself repeating what I've heard in the past and that simple phrase is listen, my no means no. But does it really? Does no really mean no? I mean, I know in sales we're kind of taught that no doesn't necessarily mean no. It might mean not right now. And I can tell you that when the alarm goes off in the morning, if I stayed up too late the night before and it's time to get up, I I might wake up and go, no, 
No doesn't mean no, I'm not going to get up. No just means, oh no, please not right now, right? I don't want to get up. Only I'm sure you guys don't sound quite like that when you do it. (laughs) That's just me. Or what about when we say no to something that we would really like to purchase? In that case, no feels kind of like a deprivation to us. So what does all this mean? Why am I bringing all of this up? Well, you guys know that I believe that the messages that we learn from childhood come into our adulthood and they will shape how we think and feel and behave with all things, even with money. And if those messages are so deeply ingrained in us that we don't even recognize when they're kind of bubbling to the surface, they can really affect how we make our decisions. So let's just take that no means no, that stern statement for a second. Is the parent who is using that statement as a way to establish authority and help the kids understand delayed gratification and such? Is that parent thinking that that's going to affect the way that they behave with money? I'm pretty sure I can guarantee you no. I mean, I do this for a living, you guys, and I still say things that will definitely have an impact on my kids and the way they believe and the way they think. But I don't think about that in the moment. So we have to address this. We have to understand what are we thinking and how how is it affecting what we're doing? No means no. Okay, when you're seven and no means no, what that really means is, Please stop asking your mother to watch that television show. Your mother's going to go out of her ever-loving mind. When you are 17 and no means no, that might be a parent who refuses to allow their kid to go to a party because they don't believe that it's going to be safe and they value their child's life and they want their child to survive. It could be a survival thing. When you are 27 and you are replaying no means no in your mind, and some financial person tells you, do not buy that car, the way that you react to that message will probably reflect how you felt about that message growing up. Are you feeling like that is a deprivation? Or are you assuming that that's something that will help you thrive? So if you would allow me, I'd like to do a quick reframe with you today. And reframe is just a fancy word to say, what does that really mean to you right now? And how can we put that into a different context? In a nutshell, that context is really going to be this new statement. No really means yes. When you say no to one thing, you're saying yes to other things. Do you guys remember my friend, Mtisha Newell? She is the owner of Baked Chemistry. And if you have not listened to the interview I did with her, I actually did two I want to say back in January, go back and listen to those. Those are really, really great interviews. She has so much to share about her personal finance journey along with how she launched her own business using what she already had. Go check it out. But she also has her own podcast and she just started that a few weeks ago. I absolutely love it and I encourage you to listen to it as well. The name of that podcast is The Diary of a Black Female Entrepreneur. And one night, one day I was listening to it and she was talking about how, how to draw boundaries in your business and say no to individuals to say, you don't always have to say yes to every opportunity that abounds you. 
because it can wear you out. And towards the end of that episode, she said something that I thought, I need to share this on my podcast because it so beautifully sums up one of the things that I'm trying to help people understand when it comes to saying no to their current self or their present self so that they can say yes to their future self. Here's what she said. And of course, I'm paraphrasing. But she said, when you say no to something, for example, someone asking you to bake a cake, and that's really not in your wheelhouse, you are saying yes to your vision. You're saying yes to possibilities. And you're saying yes to future opportunities. Listen, that is why it is so, so, so important for you to decide what your priorities are. Not mine for you. Not any gurus for you. I feel like a broken record saying this over and over again, but that is why it's so important for you to understand what your why is. What is your purpose in your life so that you can put your money where that is? You can put your money where your why is. If you don't know what those priorities are, it's going to be very difficult for you to decide what to say no to in order to free up a yes. It will be darn near impossible to say yes to your vision without knowing what that vision is or to say yes to future opportunities without knowing what makes you tick what are those future opportunities that you would give anything to be a part of and I'm willing to bet that if you continue to say yes to the things right now in the moment that are likely depriving your future self of what you actually want then it's probably one of two things that are going on you likely believe that either you don't deserve it or that it's not possible. I would love to help you discover that neither one of those statements is true. You do deserve it and it is possible despite the fact that you've tried it in the past and you keep getting stuck. I understand that there might be something blocking that for you and it's really hard sometimes to see what that blockage is when you're right there or maybe you know exactly what the blockage is but you're not able to see the way around it. So let me help you come up from the actual situation and take a 30,000 foot view so you can identify the way out or the way around those blockages. I'd love to help you with that and you know what to do. Just go to chatwithmc.com, book a call, and we'll do exactly what that says. We'll chat. No pushy sales tactics or anything. I'll even let your no mean no. You know what, though? You might discover that a yes to you right now could mean a no to future chaos. It could be your way of saying no to future regret. You know, they say the best time to make a change was yesterday. And the next best time is today. You guys, I hope this message was helpful to you. Just a quick reminder that if you know of someone else who would benefit from the content that I'm sharing, please feel free to share this podcast with them so that it can get into the hands and ears of the people who it's going to help the most. With that, it's time to wrap up so I can go make breakfast for those beautiful four children that I'm grateful to be able to stay home with. Just remember that gratitude doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not going crazy. So continued thoughts and prayers are always welcome for that. You guys, I appreciate you listening. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.